Hey guys, uh, David here. I'm I'm back. Um, I I leave for college in just about six hours. Five a.m. Um, is when I'm leaving my house and then um, leaving the airport at seven o four. So in eight hours, I'll be you know gone from my hometown, my home state, moving from Minnesota over to Massachusetts. And um, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. I have in one day today gone from depressed to sad uh, to joyful to sad again. And now I'm kind of at like this mellow state right now. Um, but, you know, God's really just been putting on my heart like, yo, put something out for like next steps because I think this season in my life and for so many people who are graduating and just so many people who are moving up in high school, a grade or in middle school or whatever, like everybody needs to just know like, okay, what do I even do next year? You know what I mean? And so I just wanted to share some things from my heart, some things that I've been wrestling with that I haven't all got all figured out yet. But um, hopefully if you're from my high school, you know, this will be helpful to you in next year with college um and you know if you're still in high school or you know middle school or whatever you know hopefully this will be helpful to you or maybe who knows what if you're in college and you're listening to this i don't know i don't know it doesn't really matter but um i just wanted to start with you know my roller coaster of emotions and just like let you guys know where i'm at and i'm honestly like so broken like i've just made the best friends I've you know I think I like I'll never forget the the day that I found out that I was going from my Christian private school to um public school we were in our old townhouse in the kitchen table sitting around my parents were like you guys aren't going to Maranatha Christian Academy anymore and you're going to this new school it's called Cedar Ridge and I was so heated so hot and I remember my brother and I were talking about different ways to scheme to get out of it um and my parents were like you know what this is what God wants this is what's going to make it easier on our family and this is what we're doing and man I cannot imagine what life would be like if I hadn't switched and I'm just so grateful to God that he did not listen to my wishes and he completely ignored me and he did what he knew what was best for me and what he wanted to do in my life um and so fast forward you know like what eight years now and i've just i feel like i've just had such a full life here in minnesota um and i feel like i've just met so many different people from all different walks of life you know, I've been, I just had to say goodbye to my, my best friend, my barber, um, who's been cutting my hair since I was five. So like 13, almost 14 years now. Um, that was really hard. You know, I've had to say goodbye to one of my best friends, John, um, man. And I'm gonna have to say goodbye to some more of my best friends tomorrow morning. It's just, it's just hard because, you know, like, there's always that, like, nagging in the back of your brain, like, 
you know, when I come back, like, are we even going to see each other again? Like, am I going to come back and are things going to be different? And like, man, like, am I ever going to have this again? And I won't lie, like, thinking about, you know, like, my friends, like, making new friends and, like, some of my best friends, like, finding new accountability partners, like, finding, like, new people, like, new Davids. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's pride, but, like, man, that's hard. That's really hard to think about. And, you know, I've made so many different commitments to so many different people, like, yeah, I'm going to keep in touch, like, I'm going to stay in contact with you, and I have a running list of, like, you know, people that I want to add, um, that I always, you know, want to make sure, like, you know, I'm still talking to you, um, and I just, the, the thing is, like, I just know that, like, some people, like, I want to stay in my life just won't, and I know that, like, I'm not going to be perfect either in, like, maintaining relationships, and, all of that's just just really hard. And so that's just brought me to a place of, like, confusion. Because especially as, like, the days have been counting down, like, two weeks left, 14 days, like, 11 days, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, and now 1. Um, it's just really, really pondering, like, what should my mindset be? Cause I'm, I'm always like, I want to always like leave things where I always want to like be thinking about things thoroughly and perfectly to be completely honest. Like if you listen to my transparency podcast, like, you know, the struggle. Um, but lately the thing that God's just been really impressing upon my heart is just like stay in the moment. And I, I'm grateful that I think I've been able to do that. I've had such a full summer. It's been like, the best summer of my life, getting to see as many people as I can and hang out and squeeze in last minute hangouts on different friend groups. It's just been such a joy. Um, but you know, like, again, it always just comes back to like, I feel like I can't escape this feeling of like, you know, like we'll be hanging out tonight, but at some point I got to go home and this has got to stop. And then some point there isn't going to be a next time we hang out it's going to be like I'll see you on Thanksgiving or I'll see you at Christmas and if that and yeah so going through all this is just really put me in a spiral and um going through an identity crisis hasn't helped um I think I'll hopefully once I'm out of this season I'll make a episode about like identity again because it's something that I think is a lifelong process but it's something that's really been brought to my attention recently has really been wrecking me but you know I um I've just been going through it lately and one of the things I did which I kind of regret doing but like I made this like nostalgic playlist on Spotify you know you got your Jack Johnson you've got like rather be you've got this really dope song that i love it's like this instrumental it's called samba day or day or fail or something like that but like the idea was like you know i'll listen to these songs like oh kilby girl that's a great song if you haven't heard it listen to it it's a bop but like these songs that just like remind me of summer that like when i think and i listen to these like you know i think summer like man like this summer like this friend or like you know this memory this moment but 
all that's really done is kind of just tied me to um, my city and really just tied me to like people and made it so much harder for me to let go. And so that just brought me into like this depression till like literally today, I just decided, you know what, I'm done with this. Like I need freedom from this. Like I just, I just need to be happy. I just need to be done. And I remember like, I just, I, I went to my regular Sunday morning church today. I said goodbye to my pastor, said goodbye to one of my coworkers, just said to goodbye to some people. And then me and one of my best friends went to this church called Every Day. And that was, this church is more like Pentecostal. So like basically all that means is like you could get up and move into the aisles and just like praise God like as freely as you want to. And when we, uh, me and Rohit got there late, um, and like people were already in the aisles doing that. And so I was coming in with a mindset of like, God, I've got some baggage right now. I just need you to take it. And like, I just need freedom. And so, you know, I came in with that mindset and, um, he really exceeded my expectations as he always does. But the thing that he told me was like, you know, who told you that leaving had to be sad? Who said that leaving your friends had to bring you to tears? Or who even said that you'd never see them again? And who said that if you did see them, that it'd never be the same? Like, who said that to you? Who lied to you? Who's trying to deceive you? Cast him out. Reject him. Nullify his voice over your life. Be indignant. Be immovable. Be mobilized for my kingdom and only my kingdom. He has no power over your mind now. And uh, that that's what he said to me. That's what God said to me. And um, it like, I was so happy. Like, like I was over the moon, like joyous. I got up, I started like dancing and singing in church. Like I, I was just like cloud nine, right? Like, you know, I don't have to be sad. Like I don't have to be depressed. Like, you know, this could be a good season, but then like, I guess I kind of just got more removed from it and, you know, just seeing like, you know, my best friend's family for the last time and all this stuff. So it's just, it's just brought me back down. And so I'm at this point now where maybe if you're listening, we're at the same spot where it's just like, yo, where do I go? Like, what do I do? Like, how do I cope and how do I really like say goodbye well? And how do I like leave well and like, I don't know, even, you know, the really, like, minuscule questions, like, is it okay to cry and stuff like that when you leave? Um, but one of the things that I think God told me was, uh, sorry, that was my computer, it's being stupid, but uh, one of the things that God told me is just, like, the more you trust in me, like, the easier this will be, and that's the thing that I think is difficult for us high school and college and, you know, middle, middle school students is like, you know, it's, it's easy to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust God. Or like even, yeah, I trust my parents. You know, if we want to take it like a step down, like it isn't easy. Like there's nothing easy about like the life that we live, especially in transition. And to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust God. Like, No, it's totally different. And the way that the Lord has helped me rationalize it is like, he is just 
so much more powerful and he knows so much more about what we're going through and what season we're about to step into it just it just makes sense to put my trust in him it's kind of like if you can't see in the dark right but somebody can and that person says hey just like trust me like i'm gonna get you like out of here i'll get you like to the light at the end of the tunnel wherever and it's like at that point if you're stuck in there then it's either you're stuck in the dark there or you could you know with that person leave and find freedom and it's like well why wouldn't i trust you like if you're really trying to help me like dumb i'm gonna go with you right it's, it's just a no-brainer and it's the same way with god but people overcomplicate it whether that's people in the church or like you know like people of the world like people overcomplicate it and i think it's simply just like okay, God, like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to say? Or like, help me manage and cope with my emotions and help me, you know, just feel and live right. And one of the things that my friend told me, Ashwin, uh, again, if you remember the transparency episode, like he told me one time, like, don't try and force yourself to feel something. And I think that's going to stick with me forever because like I a lot of me just wants to feel the right emotion and by right I mean like have the right response to stuff so that you know every situation works out perfectly and like you know this is an appropriate moment to like be sad and cry this is an appropriate moment to be angry or this is when I should be happy but it's like you know sometimes your mood doesn't really match the situation and so you gotta you know feel that emotion but like also watch your actions with it. And so we can really control our our actions, but, you know, controlling our emotions isn't sometimes like the healthiest thing. And so hearing that from him, like, helped me and really saved my butt. So Ashwin, if you're listening, thank you. But, you know, that that's been one thing. So it's like at one point, like this season of moving on and like taking that next step in life, it, it can be a really joyous one because, you know, we're all we've all succeeded, we've all graduated, we've all, and I'm talking to like the seniors now, it's like we've all graduated, we've all like done that thing that, you know, everybody's supposed to do typically, now we're all like either going to college or just like starting like a next chapter of our life, but it's like at the same time, what I'm leaving behind was pretty great too, and it's like that tearing, like the feeling like in between like going to college and like really enjoying that or university or whatever and also like feeling like tied back to you know my home state my hometown and like the memories and like the life that I had here it's like it's so hard and you know leaving a state is hard but also staying and having to say goodbye to everybody I can imagine that's pretty hard too because like I guess if I was the last one to leave it's like you know everybody's leaving but and I go and say goodbye to them, but then nobody comes and says goodbye to me. And, you know, I didn't mean for this to be so depressing. And I promise you there's like a happy ending or like a happy light at the end of the tunnel. But I just I just really wanted to like pour out my heart and everything that I'm thinking right now. Because this is so real and this is so hard. And so I don't want to like pretend like I have everything all together and like my thought process is perfect. Because it's definitely not. But as I was kind of preparing for this episode um the lord just brought me to some verses and just some stuff that he wanted me to say so like again like i was saying like 
trust God and trust that his plan is best. Because he says in Isaiah 55, 8-9, uh, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And so literally, like, God is saying, like, just trust me. Like, you're in this dark, dark expanse, like this dark tunnel, and you can't see anything, but I can. Like, everything that I do is just, like, greater than your ability. And that's not God, like, flexing on us. That's God just saying, like, yo, like, I can help you. I really, really can. And it's, like, uh, like please just trust me on this. Because God knows that, like, again, like, his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. And so, you know, a lot of times we want like a clear explanation of what to do. But God's like, I can't give that to you because you can't handle that. It's like, I can't always explain to like a three-year-old why he can't drive a car because that takes too long to explain like legal stuff and like, you know, even explaining how to drive the car. And it's like, it's just beyond his understanding as an adult, as like a teenager, whatever. And so it's the same way, like even more so because, you know, God is just so dang wise and so powerful. It's like, he's like, I just can't explain this to you because you just, you literally could not understand this. Um, And one of the things that he also tells us though is like, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though my, your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And I think he had me include this because like, you know, a lot of times we feel like, okay, well, I know that like I can trust God, but I also don't feel like I can go to God because like, you know, I'm this imperfect person or like, you know, I've done a lot of messed up stuff and it's like, I don't deserve like help from anybody. Like I need to be able to do this myself or I can do this by myself. And the thing that God's saying is like, no, 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 no. Like, I want to talk to you. Like, he says, come now and let us reason together first in Isaiah 118 because he legit wants to talk and have a relationship with you. Like, he wants, like, again, I keep on coming back to the analogy of like a parent and a three-year-old. It's like, you know, a parent, any, any dad loves to explain like what he does to his son or his daughter and be like, yo, like, this is how this works. And like, you know, here, like, come, let me show you this. And God is the same way. He's always trying to help us and show us as much as, you know, he can, as much as, like, we can handle of, like, what he's doing. It's just, we've got to come to him. And a lot of times we feel dirty and we feel unclean. Like, I remember I had just messed up before the Lord and I had to go to church, or not had to, but, like, you know, I had church that Wednesday, like, youth group or whatever. And I was like, God, I can't go. Like, I feel so dirty. But he was like, look, like, there's so many people in the Bible who have messed up and have failed, but they still came to me and I just cleansed them. Like the whole point of going to God is to get cleansed. You can't, you know, take all your sins away and like erase all your mistakes by yourself. It's literally impossible. And if I could do that, I wouldn't be a Christian. I'd just be living like a perfect life right now because I, because I'd be able to do that. But he's literally saying like, not only am I like super holy, but I also like want to wash you and I want you to feel better and I want you to feel like feel better about yourself and really like lift you up and like strengthen you. And the thing is, is that once you've held on to that love and once you said yes to Jesus, 
And once you said yes to like the Lord's plan for your life in moving on and in like these next steps and this next like season of your life, like you're never going to get separated from that. Literally nothing can separate you from the love of God. Um, it's so profound and it's so honestly like reckless and stupid because no other person I know like loves me the way that Jesus loves me and loves me like endlessly through all of my mistakes. Romans 8:38 says, "For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present and threatening nor things to come nor powers now nor height nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord." And that's a bunch of different like things that the writer Paul includes in those two verses, but the goal or like the message is clear. Like there is literally nothing that you could do and nothing that anybody or anything or any situation could do to you. That's going to separate God and you. There's literally nothing like you can never be separated from the love of God. I was, I think I'm going to do like, I don't know, like an Instagram or like TikTok video um, about this just as like a short, like quick lesson or whatever. But in Genesis 1, 4, the Bible says, God saw that the light was good and he affirmed and sustained it. And God separated the light, distinguishing it from the darkness. Like literally guys, the only thing that God separates and divides in creating everything is dark and light. And even like darkness wasn't bad until Adam and Eve sinned and then everything got tainted. Darkness was just like a time to go to sleep. It was just like, it, it was just a thing. And so God still only separates darkness from light. And so why would God create a division between light and light? That wouldn't make any sense because he'd have to like use darkness to divide the two. Like, that's just not the way that God operates. And so Jesus says that you are the light of the world. Be the light of the world and know that as the light of the world, like, you cannot be separated from him. And the last thing that I want to address, the final thing that I want to talk about is, you know, this real truth, this real hard thing that we have to separate, like, as friends, you know, like, some relationships end, some relationships like are never the same, to be honest. And some relationships take a lot of work to either grow stronger or like maintain the same like relationship that you have with that person. But one of the things that I heard in church today was prayer unites people together. And like, basically, like without prayer, you separate. And I think that's so true, because I can remember so many times when um, I'd be like planning for events or, you know, I'd be in prayer groups and in prayer circles with people, like literally just like all of us for one common goal, like trying to like talking to God and be like, hey, like we need you, like help us. And he'd always meet us and he'd always like bring us closer. And so my like practical, I guess, recommendation is, you know, with people that you love, text them and be like, yo, how can I be praying for you? 
And how can I be like supporting you? And how can I be talking to God about you? Because, and even like praying for your enemies too. Like that's why Jesus says, love your enemies. Because if you're praying and like asking God for the best for the people who like don't want the best for you, or maybe you don't even want the best for them, it's going to make it real hard to not like them or even to like hate them after a while. And so imagine like how much stronger your love for somebody who you've been praying for is going to increase. You know, if you're like, even if you're not seeing them all the time, like praying for them and constantly like, you know, thinking and talking to God about them. And I think it goes even deeper than just like thinking about somebody and keeping somebody in your thoughts because like with prayer, you're actually doing something. Like thinking about somebody will keep them like on your mind, but there are so many different thoughts that we have in a day. But when we go like, hey, God, like, thank you for Rohit. He's such an amazing friend. And I just really ask that, like, you'd help him find his calling and find his lane, find his major that really, like, showcases the gifts that you've given him. And, like, you see, like, the more that I pray things like that, the more that my love for Rohit grows and the more likely it is, or I shouldn't even say likely, like, the... F- closer Rohit gets to really like fulfilling the calling that God has in his life because I'm asking God to and interceding to God um on Rohit's behalf and so um I'll end it here with a prayer because I don't know it just seems to make sense (laughs) but um I, I really pray guys like I really hope that this helps like genuinely do um I genuinely like I think um, I relate to all the pain as a senior who's leaving and graduating. And like literally I'm sitting in like one of my rooms in my house and like all my pack stuff is around me. So I see it and yeah, just, just know like this season, this season that we're about to step into, like this next change, this next step of life that we're about to take isn't necessarily like a bad thing and I know we all know it's not a bad thing like in our hearts but like just know that there's going to be so much good that comes out of it and we will come back and we will you know hang out again and we will get to like see each other and we will all like have so many awesome stories to tell if if we let go of you know the old properly um so father god thank you so much for really like honestly god recording this brought me a lot of peace and it's brought me like back up to like where i can just have joy again i pray that as i say goodbye some of my closest friends tomorrow morning and as people say goodbye like this week as people have said goodbye as people will say goodbye soon like i pray that the right emotions wouldn't be what we worry about but really like connecting with you and making sure that we leave like that we that we leave strong and we begin strong god um i just pray that if there's somebody who's listening right now who doesn't have you in their life either because like they're not a professed jesus follower a christian or um, christ follower whatever you want to call it or because maybe they like say that they are but they don't really feel like they're like leading that lifestyle that you just meet them right now where they are. Um, and if you are listening and that applies to you, I would just say like, take some time after listening to this. I swear I'm going to stop talking soon and just like take just five minutes, just be quiet 
and you know no phone like nothing just like let his peace like roll over you and i promise you if that's where your heart is at if that's what you really want that's what you're asking god for like he's gonna meet you where you are that's just the way that he works it's the way that he loves so god um as we leave this place but never god's presence um always remind us that jesus is lord um i believe that i receive that Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Y'all have a blessed day, morning, night, or whatever time it is the rest of your day. Love y'all.